Hello, welcome to this month's edition of the Fit Finance Session. Uh, my name is Charlie Redding, founder of Efficient Portfolio, and I'm joined here today by Tim Webb and Henry Senegal's. No! <laughs> <laughs> Henry Ellison, we're missing Tom Tanner. <laughs> Tom's alone his honeymoon, we got married last week. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Ellison of Efficient Portfolio, both of which are financial planners here, although you'd think from not getting their surnames confused that I have never met them before. <laughs> That's a good start, isn't it? But we'll keep that, we'll keep rolling. Uh, so, anyway, today's Fit Finance sessions is all about the bucket list. Uh, I was at a conference uh, in Miami called Million Dollar Roundtable. It's our global uh, industry conference. And one of the speakers there was a guy called Ben Nemetin. And uh, he was an absolutely inspirational speaker uh, in that he talked about creating a bucket list. And he talked in, uh, in the, uh, told us about a story. So when he was uh, finishing college, uh, he was suffering from anxiety and depression and he didn't really know what to do with his life. Uh, so a group of mates decided to get together with him and they were going to spend the summer break uh, ticking off as many things of a bucket list as they could. So they wrote down this bucket list, but this bucket list wasn't what we would necessarily associate a bucket list with. So it wasn't, you know, a trip to the Galapagos Islands. It wasn't, uh, you know, to walk through Petra and Jordan. It was crazy things that would be fun but outrageous things to do. So for example, uh, they, they, the first thing they did was buy this purple bus that they were gonna live in over the course of summer while they ticked off their bucket list. And the first thing on the list that they decided they were going to try and tick off was to be a knight for the day. So uh, Ben got kitted up in his night gear and he walks out into the street of some random US town. And he's walking on the street and this little child, this little boy sees him, runs over to him and kneels in front of him. Uh, and so Ben's like, well, uh, okay, fine, what do I do? So he does what any knight would do in that situation, which is he took his sword and he tapped him on both shoulders and he knighted him. And this little boy ran off beaming with, with uh, you know, bursting with excitement. And then sure enough, another kid came up and another and another. And he ended up with this long queue of kids waiting to be knighted by him uh, and he actually managed to tick off two things on their bucket list that day the first was to be a knight for a day and the second was to be on the front cover of a magazine or sorry of the newspaper uh, because they got so much interest and so much enthusiasm for these kids that the local press turned up and uh, wrote a story about it so it really was brilliant but what they realized was that um, uh, that actually it wasn't just about ticking off something on their bucket list. By ticking off something on their bucket list, they were also making other people happy. Uh, so it is quite an interesting concept. And I suppose it's born out of, uh, I don't know if you know, these guys haven't seen the film, I don't think. Have you, neither of you seen the film um, with Morgan Freeman and uh, Jack Nicholson. But if you haven't seen it, it's really worth worth seeing it. It's a very funny film, but it's all about this concept of, you know, the list of things you want to do before you kick the bucket. Um, and talking about kicking the bucket, there was some research done uh, that, um, that was looking at people's greatest regrets on their deathbed. So people on their deathbed looking back, thinking, what are my, you know, what are my biggest regrets? And I think I shared this with you at the 
Cloud Review Workshop, Tim, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Um, could you want to recall a couple of what they are? <clears throat> yeah, sure. So um, one of the biggest ones was uh, people feeling quite hard to quantify, really, but not living true to themselves. Um, so however that translates to, to you guys, I suppose, it's not really going down the path that you felt at the end of your life was the right one yeah. for you. Um, not having worked so hard. So clearly, I think in this day and age, it's very easy to get stuck on the treadmill of the, of the corporate world or the life, you know, sort of working to live rather than living to work type thing. Um, we ask, in the exploration meeting, we ask clients about, you know, if, if uh, you'd only got 24 hours to live, what would you be thinking about? Uh, just to try and help them contextualise what's important, don't we? And I've never heard anybody say, I wish I'd worked a bit harder. Mm-hmm. And nobody ever wishes that they checked a few more emails or um, you know attended a few more conferences do they um, do you know what any of the do you want to tell us what a couple of the others are Henry in terms of deathbed life regrets um, sure I mean I, I suspect that just being happier about yourself and your person um, and, and spending more time with your family certainly if that, that last question is anything to go by all my classes I just wish I spent more time with my family, so I'm sure that'd be a, mm-hmm. um, a deathbed regret. Yeah. Um, and actually, and staying in touch with friends, you know, it's so easy, isn't it, just to uh, to lose touch and just not to send that quick text or that quick email, um, pick up the phone every month and just say hello. I'm yeah. about that as anyone, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely, and it's a, it's a kind of reminder that we, we should all be better at that, uh, making time for other people as opposed to just trying to Fit, fit them in in the time that we've got. Uh, the last, the fifth of them was um, they people that wish they'd express their feelings more throughout their life. So Ben Nemitin talks about, when he talks about the bucket list, he talks about um, the principles of what makes the bucket list so important and why it's so, why it's so effective. And I suppose the first thing is about, it's about quantifying what's important to you. And then it's about writing it down because there's some something magical happens when you write stuff down. You're much, much more likely to complete something when you've written it down because you've committed it to paper. But the third thing he talks about uh, is um, is actually talking about it. So um, one of the things that uh, you know, it, that's how the magic happens, isn't it? Uh, and in fact, actually, I was so I was telling my team about the client at our Monday meeting, which we call the Brain Trust, uh, about my bucket list. And as an example, I said, "Oh, you know, like, I want to play at the city ground. You know, being a Forest fan, I'd like to be able to play on the on the turf at the city ground." And that's where it is. And yeah, that's Nottingham Forest. <laughs> and Tom said, "Oh, well, a client of mine is part of a corporate day every year where they get." sort of small teams and they play on the city ground. I'll see if I can get you involved. Like, brilliant. You know, that, that, but that wouldn't, that wouldn't have been initiated if I hadn't written down playing at the city ground and then, and then shared it. Um, so it, it is a really powerful concept, and I, but I think it's about the, uh, the importance of um, getting, getting it down uh, and quantifying what is important. And of course, the bucket list isn't just about the most important things, is it? It's about fun. Mm. So maybe, maybe, maybe Tim, you can give me five the five 
five things from your bucket list, not the five top things, but five things that kind of highlight what a bucket list might look like. Okay, um, well, a few varying ones. If any of the listeners um, consider themselves adrenaline junkies, I'll appreciate this one. Um, so, well, I'm not a betting man for, for the, for the benefit, um, benefit of the listeners, but I think it'd be interesting to place £1,000, £10,000 bet even in Vegas. I'll bet you a hundred thousand. Come on! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why not? Why not? I'm not um, But yeah, I don't know. Red or black, I think let's chuck it on and see what happens. I think that would be quite an, an intense couple of minutes. Um, <laughs> it definitely, definitely would be. It's not something for my bucket list, but <laughs> yeah. I get, I get, I can see why it would be on yours. So. <laughs> awesome. Um, another one, slightly more fun. No idea how I'll do it, um, but just do something which goes viral. Um, and to quantify that, to get a million views on YouTube, no idea what what that is. I haven't put too much thought into it, but um, yeah, not sure. Cool, not sure. Yeah, that would be that would be interesting. Uh, another one is to touch a bear, not to see a bear, but to touch, to touch a, bear. a bear. Have you got a particular bear in mind? Just a, a big brown one, I think. Like the Paddington bear. No, koala. You can hug a koala bear yeah, in Australia. That's true. That's true yeah. yeah. Um, although saying that actually, um, Angela is um, uh, for the listeners. So she's in the US at the moment on, on holiday, and she is uh, bear hunting. I think she said she is not hunting, hunting, but as in uh, trying to spot bears. Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. They're not the bears you'd want to cuddle. No. They no, will be. True. They will be brown bears, won't they? And yeah. They'll be. Big and scary. Yes, yes, exactly. I'm not quite sure how to achieve it, but no, okay, the, koala, the koala bear is a definitely an option. Yeah, an option. Yeah, yeah. And big tools. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I did, yeah. Did you hug a koala bear when you were in Australia? Have yeah. you been to Australia? I've been to Australia. I didn't hug one. I saw one in a tree, but that's yes. the I got. I, that's the closest I got. But yeah, I, I do remember people having photos hugging a koala bear. I mean, I've heard they're not as friendly as they look. Is that right? I, I believe so, yes, but oh. yeah, I haven't, yeah, haven't tried to kiss one. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what else is on your bucket list? Uh, another one, um, I think it would be quite a, uh, I'm not quite sure what the adjective is, but it'd be another experience would be to put up a homeless person for two nights. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Not quite sure in the way that that would work, but um, <laughs> well, it's again, like, adrenaline as well. Yeah, <laughs> in for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be nice. Something, something nice to do, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, I think that's. A, I think that's a, a great thing to have on your bucket list. Yeah. And I think it's. Um, and I think so. Going back to all the, what Ben Nemertin was talking about is, I think to 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 part of the benefit of having a bucket list is it teaches you to be persistent. If you're going to do these <clears> things, you've got to be persistent. But it also helps for your bucket list to be audacious. Now, what I love about your bucket list, and I know this is probably maybe partly shaped because we've talked about bucket lists quite a lot over the last uh, few months, is that it's not just you know all of your t- typical travel things. It, travel things should be on it as well, but it should also be some kind of smaller things, like for example, sending a message in a bottle. It doesn't have to be big things. It can just be things that you think, yeah, that would be nice to do. But it's great to be audacious. And these and Ben uh, and his mates decided that, or one of them suggested they put playing basketball with President Obama on their bucket list. Now, all the others went, well, you're completely mad. That's never, ever going to happen. And one of them, and the guy said, I can't remember which one it was, said, right, well, that's all the more reason why it should be on there. We need to be, you know, these need to be 
massive stretch um, things, you know, we, we, we'll, we'll be audacious. So anyway, they decided that they're going to try and pursue playing basketball with President Obama and they went to the local senator and uh, he wrote a letter to the White House and the letter came back saying, uh, great idea, love your enthusiasm, but no. And so they then found another senator that was higher up in the White House or high, had contacts higher up in the White House and they went and had a meeting with him and he went, love your enthusiasm, I'll, I'll submit a letter to the White House as well. He wrote a letter to the White House and the White House wrote back saying, again, love your enthusiasm, but no, you can't play basketball with the United States of America president. A couple of months later, they got a call saying, I can't organise a game of basketball for you with President Obama, but I could get you to, uh, you could come and play on his court in the, at the White House while he's away. Would that be okay? And they went, well, I suppose we're never going to get to play basketball with President Obama. This will do. So off they trot. And there's this really funny video of them. They're all in shirts and ties and they're, you know, bouncing the ball and they're laughing and chatting and it's all you know very um, uh, very happy moments because they're playing basketball on the White House court and then one of them goes hang on turn around and of course who walks onto the court but President Obama <laughs> so they've got this amazing footage of them shooting hoops with President Obama on the White House court so it does pay to be persistent and to be audacious because that that is um, the key to success, I think, when it comes to the bucket list. Um, that probably is quite a hard one to trump, isn't it? Yeah, that is it. Oh, yes. And one of the, the last thing that they say the key to a, a success with bucket list is helping others. Now, did you, you were talking to a, did you say you were talking to a, another dad in the playground about bucket list what happened there yeah i did it was um because I, I was going through it myself so um we were sat there watching our girls on the swings or what have you um and i was just going through all oh, these are things that are on my bucket list and he'd never done it in fact i think it started off with um parachuting and he was oh i never want to parachute i said oh, i'll put it on my bucket list i think it'd be an amazing thing to try once and we just started chatting we were going through it and and the things that he might put on his bucket list and that I put on mine. So he took the idea away actually, um, and I got an email from him the following morning saying, Henry, 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 I've just come up with these ideas for my bucket list. I had a list of 20 ideas that he got for his bucket list. The most memorable one I will share, which was the Shaka Princess. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there were some other more realistic ones. But you know, And please, we haven't mentioned this person by name. But it's great. And what, what he's done is he actually took, so he took the idea away and he's, he's, he's incorporated it into his own team meeting as well, whereby he's got all his team at work now to come, come up with the 10 best things they've done in their life. So to think back through their lives, what are the 10 greatest things? Not necessarily, I, you know, build 20,000 pounds at work, but you know, I did these amazing things. I touched a bear or I went around Petra. And then the 20 more best things that they really, really want to do, creating their own bucket list. And it's great because now he's been sharing his with me. I've sure shared mine with him. And in due course, I'm hoping that I'll get to see some of his team ones because it, it helps you develop an idea. Actually, I hadn't thought about doing that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be a great one to add to my list. Just like I, I saw a couple of yours earlier, Charlie. Like, yeah, I've got to put that on my list. That's brilliant. But the other great thing about this sharing of the bucket list is that actually it allows you to help others. So what you should be doing is looking down his bucket list going, right, I'm going to pick one of those that I'm going to help him tick off his bucket list. Yeah. Um, Let me have a look at the list. I don't know any princesses, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, well, you see, so I, t- I took this part of it and thought, right, how can I how can I play around with this a little bit? So at the client review workshops, which are the workshops that we do for our clients as part of their review process, so it's where we cover all the sort of investment performance, legislation changes, all that sort of stuff. Uh, we were talking uh, this time about bucket lists, and I'm asking clients to send us their bucket list because I love the idea of helping clients tick things off their bucket list. Now that might not be us actually facilitating them, but it might be. For example, if we've got a client that wants to fly a plane and we've got another client that owns a plane, if we stick those two, introduce those two, they might be able to tick off one thing off that person's bucket list. And if actually, if the other person has a thing on the bucket list to go to a distillery in 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 Scotland, then actually maybe they can tick, tick off one each together at the same time. And I just think it's a great way of doing it. And so at, part, at the client review workshops, we have uh, one of the client relationship managers at uh, each of the uh, events and the first two, the first one we had uh, Alex Baker at the client review workshop, the second one we had, who's a client relationship manager, the second one we had uh, Stephanie Tennant and both, both if efficient portfolio employees and I already, because I'd asked the team to share their bucket list with me, I obviously had a look through them and to kind of demonstrate the value of this to clients, what we've done is, so on Alex's bucket list, she had to eat dinner alone at a really nice restaurant, which intrigued me. So, but I thought, how can we do this in a really interesting way as well? So there's that restaurant in London where you eat in the dark. Is it called the Dance Noir? So I bought her a dinner voucher for one, and I presented it to her at the client review workshop to eat at the Danois. And then um, Steph wanted to make pasta. She wanted to make fresh pasta. Uh, and that, because that was on her bucket list. So she didn't know, by the way, that I'd done this to Alex, so that she'd sort of feed, start feeding thing onto, onto, the, onto the bucket list with the hope of getting that. But again, I want to make Garmin necklaces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at the client review workshop, again, uh, we had, uh, so I gave, gave her a voucher to do a half day cooking course to cook fresh pasta. But what's interesting, so one of the other things on Alex's bucket list was to make her own gin. So I got in contact, I didn't manage to do it in time for the client review workshop, but I got in contact with somebody about making uh, gin and it didn't end up coming to much. But because Alex went home and told her boyfriend about the Le Dain Noir voucher, she then told him about the rest of the bucket list. He spotted the gin thing on there and he bought her vouchers to go to Two Birds Distillery and make her own gin. And Two Birds have now just very kindly sent us, because we asked for some raffle, we've not no connection with these guys, but they've just sent us a raffle or an auction prize for our charity ball on the 16th of November for a gin making class as well. So actually, 
we, we can now have somebody else going on the same one as Alex, hopefully. So it's, it's just really good to share these things because I think it's what, uh, it, what um, makes the kind of magic work around it. And that's why, so we've got all of our clients to, or asking our clients to complete their bucket list, but send it and share it with us because that way we can try and uh, pair up clients and, and help them achieve more things on their bucket list. Um, but I suppose one of the things that we got asked in that in those workshops is because we were also talking as workshops about clients' goals. What's the difference between their goals and their bucket list? Actually, before we asked asked that, I asked Tim about what five things were on his bucket list. Henry, give me five things that are on your bucket list. I'm not as much of a daredevil as Tim. Older and wiser. Don't have as much money to throw away in a casino. She doesn't have children. So some of the some of the fun ones on mine. I'd love to swim in luminescent water at night time. So when you all the plankton and you splashing around, it's yeah. just me being a big child. <laughs> It'd be great fun. I'd lo- I'm a great, I'm a Gloucester Rugby Club supporter, so I don't have much control or say over this next bucket list item, but I'd love to go and watch, watch Gloucester win the Premiership uh, Rugby Final at Twickenham. I mean, they've been there a couple of times, they've lost it every time I've been, but I'm only 41, I've got time. Yeah. <laughs> but now that's on the bucket list, you probably have every time you get the final, you're going to have to go. Just well, that's it, yeah, I can't miss it now, I can't miss it. Um, I've never partied in Ibiza. I just one day I've got to do it. But maybe on my own, maybe with the wife. I don't know, or just whatever. So, um, so that's the that'd be cool. Yeah. And then a slightly more romantic and slushy one is I just like to walk my girls down the aisle. I've got two daughters. They're only seven and three, so we're some way off yet. But um, at some stage, it'd be good to walk them down the aisle. Brilliant. So I, I think actually, yeah. So that so some of those are. Yeah, they're definitely bucket list items because I, I wanted to start talking about the difference between goals and bucket lists because we were at the client review workshop we were talking to clients about getting them to complete their goals as well and then send us those because again the more we more detail we know about what's important to them in the future the more we can help them build a financial plan to create it and so we asked them to fill out goals in uh, so three year one year and one month goals for health wealth relationships, haves, and do's. Uh, and, but I suppose, somebody asked me, what's the difference between goals and the, bucket, and the bucket list? And I think the best way I have worked it out is goals can be broken down into stages. So a bucket list is a, yeah, it's a one-time thing, bang, it's done. Whereas a goal is usually, a better goal is something like, so for example, publish a book. So publish a book, it could be a bucket list, but it's not something you're just going to go, do you know what, next week I'm going to publish a book. It's, right, a goal that needs breaking down. So if I want to have published a book in three years, I need to have, in the next year, I need to have worked out what the subject is, what the title is, and I need to have started writing it. And I need to probably research how to write a book and how to publish a book. And then what am I going to do this month? Well, probably this month I've got to work out what the subject is. And so a goal is something where you break it down and, and you can kind of work backwards. 
Whereas a bucket list is just something that is, you know, it's one item and it's tick and it's done. And that's, I mean, it doesn't mean that you don't need to be persistent and work out how you do it, but it seems to me that a goal requires a bit more planning, whereas a, t- a bucket list is kind of more of a, a one-off. One of the things I've got on my bucket list that probably shouldn't be there is to get a six-pack in my 40s. Because I suspect that that's, that's going to not be a one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, going to be, it's going to be more than a sit-up. That is definitely a goal, not a bucket list. Perfect, exactly, prime example. It's quite a big goal as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a big tummy. Yeah. <laughs> well, the good news is technically you already have one. It's just that nobody can see it. Yeah. <laughs> it just needs revealing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think we've done we've done well there. The one, the last thing is that I haven't covered five, five things from my bucket list, so I'll I'll share those with you. So one is to do a Lions tour. Love to go and see the the British and Irish Lions play, particularly in New Zealand. I think to see them play against the All Blacks uh, in New Zealand would be amazing. Um, I would like to attend a film premiere. Never attended a film premiere. Carol. As you know, my wife has not only attended a film premiere, but she turned Roger Moore's head at the film premiere. So I would definitely like to be to, to, to be able to attend a film premiere. Um, I just because I think it would be quite fun. Would be like to like to be interviewed by Susanna Reid on Breakfast TV. I think that would be. I know I've made it then. If, that, if that happens. Uh, I think. Uh, uh, another thing I'd like to do uh, that's on my bucket list, and my bucket list is massively diverse uh, as a result of A, doing it for the dream retirement, but also then adding a lot to it as a result of uh, the buried life stuff, which is Ben Nemertin's uh, talk. Uh, I would love to do a TED talk. I watch quite a lot of TED talks, and I think it'd be, a, and I you know, really enjoy public speaking. So I would love to do a TED talk, uh, but I, and I, we've actually pitched to try and do it, do one, but never got through yet. But I'll keep plugging away at that. I'm going to be persistent. Uh, and then the last one that I think is, I really like the fact that it's on my bucket list, is to save someone's life. Because I just think that, you know, if that moment ever arises where you could or you, you know, you might be able to save somebody's life and you're thinking, do I, don't I? I don't know. But if there's anything that can help you make that decision, the right decision to help try and save their life, then you know then that's a good thing and so if it's on my bucket list maybe there'll be just something that goes look you've got to do this because right. there's your opportunity you're not just going to go around pushing people in front of the bus yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> in the hope that I might be able to another one slipped through my fingers <laughs> uh, so I would encourage the listeners to write down their own bucket list and even better not only write it down be audacious be persistent and share it with others with others and share it with us actually we'd love you to send it to us at hello the best email address is hello at efficientportfolio.co.uk send us your bucket list and if we can help you tick something off your bucket list we would love to do that Uh, so i hope that's been really interesting and useful it's a slight change of tack from our usual uh, financial topic but it's very much intertwined with creating a better future but ultimately at efficient portfolio we tell people that we want to help create a better future through inspirational financial planning so if we can all know what that bucket list is and also what those goals are then we can all do a better job of creating a better future uh, i hope you've enjoyed it uh, 
and we look forward to uh, bringing you the next Fit Finance sessions next month. Thank you very much. <laughs>